Hey everybody and welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. Hi Lily. Hi Sam, how are you doing? I'm really good today. Sun is shining. Sun is shining and... You, you're excited about our guests, aren't you? I can see it. People <laughs> yeah. can't see your face, but I can see you grinning. <laughs> yeah, so we won't keep people in suspense any longer. We've got an amazing guest today. Um, she is an Olympic Commonwealth World Champion. Um, she's also um, an ambassador for Everyone Active, one of our amazing partners. We've got Becky Adlington with us today. Hi, Becky. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming to see us or speak to us, not see us. Obviously, (laughs) we can see you, but it's a pleasure to have you on our podcast. Oh, no, thanks for having me. So before we talk about your incredible career, which I'm sure, you know, we could talk to you all day about, um, (laughs) how's the last year been for you? We've been obviously asking a lot of our guests that, but I think it's just been such a different time for everyone, right? Oh, gosh, it's just been a bit mental, hasn't it? Everyone's kind of had their own different challenges and battles and and everything um the first lockdown felt a little bit like a holiday almost because the weather was just absolutely gorgeous and it was just kind of a bit more like nobody knew what was going to happen and all the kind of extent of everything so I think everyone was just kind of going with it a little bit and then we'd stupidly decided to have a kitchen extension right in the middle of a global pandemic. So we didn't have a kitchen for six months. (laughs) Then I found out I was pregnant. So I was pregnant with no kitchen, a house turned upside down. Oh my goodness. Five-year-old at home because of no school and trying to entertain, all while entertaining the global pandemic. So it was, it kind of ended up being an absolute whirlwind to be honest and then Christmas after Christmas it was then like okay kitchen's done house is sorted I kind of got really nesting um, and then I had my little boy in March so yeah it's just kind of flown by the last bit my goodness how did you stay calm throughout that I'm actually holding my face because I can't like (laughs) I can't deal with what you just said I I was stressed through lockdown there is no escaping that And, and Lily and I have sort of we we started our podcast, you know, we carried on weekly through and I think everyone, all, all of our listeners, listeners have, have been on that journey with us, you know, with the first one being a bit like holiday and then gradually, I don't know, you know, what happened. But all of those things, being pregnant, no kitchen, <laughs> a five-year-old, did you say, is your daughter five? Yeah, she's just turned six this week, but yeah, yeah she, so she was five wow. during it all, yeah. It was it was hard. Don't get me wrong. There was moments yeah. where my because my partner carried on working the whole way through as well. He wasn't furloughed. He didn't get to work from home, yeah. um, so he was still going in. So it was just kind of like there was moments he would come home from work and I'd just burst into tears. Go today was just a bit too much. <laughs> like it was just <laughs> just hard <laughs> trying to manage everything. Like it was just so difficult. Just kind of being at home. You couldn't escape it. Like normally if you were having yeah. a kitchen extension, you'd go away for a weekend to go, you know what, I've got to get away from this dust. I've got to get away from all of this and or at least go away on holiday or something. Even something, if I went home anything. to my mum and dad's, just something. Yet we just couldn't escape it. And that was just the hard thing that it was just like, oh, my gosh, I can't have any help. I couldn't have any support in that way because obviously everyone was at yeah. home. Yeah. So it was just, yeah, it was hard. <laughs> 
and you've now got a new member of the family so congratulations yeah, yeah, congratulations <laughs> thank you you have achieved more than the average person through lockdown maybe <laughs> well i um, don't know everyone jokes you either got divorced or pregnant in, in lockdown and yeah so i i did the the pregnancy one <laughs> probably the better one to go down maybe yeah. <laughs> so you've got th- three months old you must be is he yeah yeah three months and so. how's it going is he a, is he a good boy he is a good boy he does not seem to like sleep but then again so many people have said to me because I thought I don't know I just thought second time round and with a boy I don't know I thought boys are a bit more chilled whereas he's really needy like really needy like wants to be held all the time doesn't like to put the down everyone has said to me that has had boys has gone boys are exactly the same until you get to like six months then they go oh okay I want to be independent now yeah but for the first bit they are quite clingy yes. um, whereas my daughter my daughter was fine she loved her little play mat and just like sat there chilling whereas he does not like it <laughs> yeah do you know what I, I have two boys and actually they're both different one was very needy and and a bit of a, a bit of a nightmare I might have said that before <laughs> um and then the other one was okay but definitely needier at the beginning and then like okay. you say they just want to climb everything and be like you'll find him up on something really dangerous on you know oh, and yeah. oh god I'm my kids but that's what no. they want to do and that's where that, I think that independence comes in and they just they're like get me they I, I swear they see something at three months and just keep it in their mind that at six months they'll they'll be able to go I'll be back <laughs> I'll be back for you <laughs> yeah yeah so I guess before we um go into kind of your swimming career and how that all started I mean we, we're already on the topic of um, potentially being quite exhausted quite stressed uh, during the pandemic and now being a mum of two so what is your secret do you find to staying grounded and, and coping with things like that? I don't think I don't think it would be fair to say that I do cope because I don't think everyone copes all sure. the time yeah. Um, I think it's one of those and moments that's fine where... by the way oh yeah (laughs) there is days where especially as a mum you just go to the toilet just to get a bit of peace and then kids follow you to the toilet it's literally like just give me a minute i just want one second of absolutely um and it is it is it is definitely hard it has been an exhausting year like i am so desperate for a holiday it is untrue like i've never been this desperate for a holiday before and not even like just and obviously everyone loves a holiday as in like because the sunshine and whatever it's not even that I just don't want to be I want to just go somewhere where I don't have to cook or clean or tidy something and I just that's what I want I just want to like that switch off bit and I think that's what I'm really kind of craving is just like that bit of peace where it's like okay I've just cooked I've now got to clean the kitchen I've now got to sterilize this bottle I've now, do you know what I mean it's one it's, thing after you're the other. on the treadmill of babyhood aren't you yeah oh gosh as well and because we're in this covid era maternity leave doesn't really exist because That's everything so is online so I kind of started back work when he was like six weeks old Whereas normally at maternity leave, you'd have like a good probably six months off or at least a good couple of months at least. Whereas I've had none of that. So it's just kind of like that's the difficult thing as well. So it's just it's that kind of churning. But 
hopefully the end of this lockdown thing is soon so we can actually go away on holiday and just kind of chill out which would just be amazing I don't even care where honestly I really no, don't <laughs> that's what I say it's just not looking at these so any, for anybody who has been at home I'm sure everyone's feeling the same I'm feeling the same Lily's feeling the same it's like I just don't want to see these four walls if I'm honest I, know, I just exactly I just that. want to be just put me anywhere but not here <laughs> You know, there's nothing exactly... wrong with my house, but the fact that I've been looking at it for a year is is really quite unbelievable every single day. And I think I think everyone will feel that. Yeah, and sure. it's not the fact that you don't love your house or love no. where you are. I love my house. It's just the fact that there's always something to do. There's always the washing or the dog's needs to go yeah. out or, the, or there's emails to do, there's whatever. I just want to be where, like, I switch my phone off. Yeah. And I just don't want to just look at my emails. I don't want to kind of have to cook or clean. It's just that, that I'm yes. after not a case of that I don't love where I live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you have to go for a, to a hotel for that. Don't get a villa if you go on holiday. I refuse to go to a villa because I end up doing the same thing away as it's I true. do at home. Yeah, it's got to be, it's gotta be you know, a hotel. That anyway, is true. <laughs> I could go all about this for ages, but what we do need to talk about is you. Yeah. Um, and you, know, we, you obviously have this amazing career as well. Um, do you want to sort of give us a background on how you got started? Um, what, you know, what, what inspired you to get started? Who inspired you to get started? And, and what you've achieved throughout your career, which is obviously a very different phase to motherhood and lockdown. <laughs> no, definitely different. Um, yeah, I think most people um, in sports swimming is so, so young. So I just got into it just by my parents to like 10 meter lessons when I was like three, as you do with your kids. Um, just to learn a life skill, my parents were just like, you know what, we won't want to go on holiday and not have to worry about you <laughs> and kind of enjoy the sunbeds and whatever. So it was just just a case of just wanting to enjoy it. Um, I come from a really small place in Mansfield and I love where I'm from, but we're a very small town with not a massive amount to do. Yet the one thing we do have is two swimming pools. So we're very, very lucky that everyone in Mansfield can swim. Um, and it just became the thing that I loved. It was like my birthday parties were at the pool. I've got two older sisters as well. So both of them could fully swim by the time I came along. So it was kind of like I always had somebody to kind of like chase in the water or kind of swim with or play with or kind of whatever. Um, and it just, but yeah, it became like a family activity. It wasn't just lessons that I did. It was family time at weekends. It was holidays. It was everything else. And I didn't really start taking it serious until I was probably about 11. And then when I hit 11, I wasn't exactly like, you hear these stories of like Tiger Woods, who was like just ridiculous at the age Child. of four. Prodigy. Pro prodigy. Yeah. I wasn't that at all. I just used to talk too much. Um, but I just gen I genuinely did love it. And then when I got to 11, I was kind of like, right, I don't want to do all the other activities. You know, your parents put you in ballet and try to do everything else. It's like, I'm no yeah. ballerina mum. And everything else just kind of dropped off. And it was yeah. something that I was like, mum, can I go back to the pool? Mum, can I go? Can I do this? And I had a really good group of friends. And it kind of just then developed from there, really. I started taking it much more seriously and mm -hmm. I think as well I had height on my side I mean I yeah. was absolutely massive by the age of 11 um I was how like tall are you I'm, I'm only 5'10 but I think I just shot up sooner than everyone else age yeah. yeah I just was early developer that 11 I looked like the supply teacher on all my school <laughs> photos not like the kids <laughs> do and they make all... you stand at the end 
always oh. on the end, always. And then eventually, obviously, everyone else kind of caught me up or whatever. But it just, I think I just shot really early that it was just that I had that on my sides and everything else. And yeah, just absolutely loved it. And with swimming, you just go through the ranks just as in you would with school. So you go through like junior competitions, you then move into senior. Breaking into senior is really difficult because there isn't really like a specific category. And kind of sport is a bit difficult in that sense because people only ever know you if you're part of the senior team. But there's no like, oh, you're now a senior. It's kind of just naturally happens. And I think that's when you get a big drop off in sport is making it through to the seniors. But um, for a female distance swimmer, you do tend to be a lot younger. So I think that helps that transition. And yeah, and then just qualified for Beijing and the rest was history. Wow. Wow. And that, so that part of your swimming journey is like, you need the full on dedication. You need the discipline, don't you? Because I I remember a friend of mine, she was, she was into swimming. I don't know what stage she got to with it, but I remember her like early morning swimming um, from like five o'clock in the morning before school and things like that. I mean, that's true dedication and grit, isn't it? To, to do that. Because it's exhausting as well, swimming. It's really hard. It's really hard as a family as well. Um, I mean, my mum and dad had three kids and yeah, it was my mum getting up at half four in the morning, taking me to the pool. We lived 45 minutes from the pool. So we used to travel 45 minutes at half past four, then do two hours swimming, drive straight to school, then go straight to uh, after school, go straight back to the pool. So we were spending about three hours um, a day in a car you're up at half four your weekends are filled with galas and competitions so it really is a a, a slog should I say is, to be yeah to that, that adds a whole other like layer is the traveling the commuting and then obviously the competing at the weekends and I think what you touched on earlier around as a child you know a lot of parents do the let's throw you into loads of activities and then you find the one that's right for you and it's just yeah. making sure that you you pick the one that you know you really have that passion for because then those three hour journeys don't feel as much as a slog as the ballet might have for example if you'd carried it on and I think that's the same even in adulthood you know I've been talking about it on the podcast with Sam that I've been trying to find what activity it is that I really like and there's no point just dragging it out if you don't like it and we talk about that with our members a lot and um, I don't know if we talked to you about it before but at the moment we're running a move more with WW challenge where we're just trying to um, get our members to move more just for 30 minutes a day and it can be doing anything and it can be something different every day whether it's walking somewhere with the kids one day trying to hit workout in the living room another day, going swimming another day. And I think, you know, for a lot of people, swimming isn't the the direct choice. And I think especially now after lockdown, people are either really gagging to get back to the pool or they're a bit scared about it. So, you know, from someone that's right in that world and community, what what have you been seeing from and, and how do you feel about it all? Yeah, I think you're completely right. As in, I openly say to everyone, do the thing that you love. Even if your your child or you are better at something else, if you don't enjoy that thing, even if you're better at it, 
there's no point because you, you're soon quickly going to drop off it because you're not going to have that motivation, that drive. And it's going to be like, oh, God, I don't want to go because you don't enjoy it. So it is important to find what you enjoy. Um, I think what lockdown has taught me is to keep that variety there. Like I don't I even though I love swimming, I don't want to go swimming every day. That yeah. is for, I, don't, I don't want to do that. I like the fact that lockdown has kind of made me do things that. I've not done before like I, I started running last year and obviously then I got pregnant but I was doing activities that I've never really done before and I've been on more walks this past year than I have done my whole entire <laughs> life I think haven't we all <laughs> yeah exactly but as in actually like yes I don't want to do the same amount and yes I'm loving the fact that the gym and the pool are back open don't get me wrong but I kind of want a bit of everything now and I think that's what people have got to find their feet with and their routine with because the routine now is ever-changing because something else opens back up and then yeah. something else opens back up or oh, that's still closed. And I think you've kind of got to be that flexible and that kind of keep that variety there. And that's what I find really exciting because I'm like, oh, that bit's opening up today, which is like amazing. But I have enjoyed getting back in the pool um, because the pools are just now really well monitored, as in you can only have so many people per lane. I think a lot of people don't want to go swimming if it's going to be really busy, because I think that puts a lot of people off. Who wants to walk into a pool that is full and you can't really do anything? Plus, you feel way more self-conscious in a swim cosy yes. or half naked. If it's a full pool, you're a bit like, ooh, and mm. even I don't like that. But so if it's quieter, I think you don't feel as self-conscious. You don't feel as like, oh, whatever, because you have got the space to have your own lane and you have that time slot that you go. You have to book it and everything else. So yeah. I think that really helps. And I think the thing is, people that are going swimming now are people that have really, really missed it. And people that um, are kind of not exactly the fittest people, but it's kind of like at the pool, like my pool, I don't know about anyone else's, is full of like older people because it's yeah. their their thing to do so it's like I love the fact that there's like two lanes of 80 year olds there and like they're oh. like you're right Rebecca and I'm like yeah but you and it's like really just a nice community oh, because that's lovely yeah because they've really missed it because that was their form of exercise because obviously it's great it's like you know a ritual you know it's an early morning yeah. thing for a lot of people isn't it before you start your day or you know whatever yeah. time you do it and also it's it's easier on the body and the muscles isn't it so much easier so I mean, not, like, not the impact that you get from running and and other exercises like that that's what I've found and because obviously I've just given birth my body is not in a good shape or anything at the minute um and I'm still in my maternity costume even though I've got no baby in my tummy anymore but just because I need it but it's just one of those that I feel more comfortable even though I'm con I'm self-conscious walking on poolside I'll always keep a towel wrapped around me and then I just take my towel off and put it on the side but I think it's one of those that I know that it's better on my body I feel like if I went out for a run I'd probably feel like I might pee myself or yeah. something might happen yeah. <laughs> but, but it's one of those that now that I'm like okay swimming's okay it's gentle on me it's going to ease me back in my stomach my hips my everything can yeah. deal with swimming whereas other things I can't really um, be doing yet so yeah taking my time with that one <laughs> I think also yeah it uh, without this sounding weird it, it's really comforting to know someone like yourself who swimming has been a massive part of your life you know you've been you know in the Olympic Games for Team GB you still feel that self-consciousness in the pool and I think people oh, need to understand like it it is such a 
an, an issue for a lot of people. So I know obviously you're, you've been working with Everyone Active, WW have been working with Everyone Active. And um, for those that don't know, there is an offer on at the moment where if you're a WW member, you can get 25% off a an Everyone Active membership and then vice versa. If you're an Everyone Active member, you can get 25% off the WW membership and they have amazing pools there. But I know that you were involved, weren't you, in um, a scheme with them around swimwear and feeling comfortable in the pool. And I think it'd be really great to touch on that so more people are aware about it and the, the opportunities that are there. I think a lot of people, um, swimwear is the thing that they worry about the most. Um, whether that's trying to find something that you're comfortable with, that's got the right support for you, whether that's your tummy, whether that's your boobs, whatever you want, kind of want that support there, don't you? And there is loads of different costumes and everything out there for all different shapes and sizes. But the policy that everyone active did, I just thought is was so inclusive. They made it that you could basically wear any tight fitting garments you want so you can wear leggings you can wear shorts you can wear long sleeve t-shirts or kind of anything that makes you feel comfortable obviously it's not as long as it's not huge and getting and whacking another summer in the face you're you're fine but I think don't go in in a big old jumper or anything because you're likely not to be able to swim very well either no you'd probably sink (laughs) but it is nice that you can wear those leggings that you can wear that t-shirt if you do feel feel kind of self-conscious but I also think it's about making it more inclusive for everybody it's tackling those like you just said those barriers that if somebody Mm. is self-conscious and you want to put a t-shirt on well put a t-shirt on and then maybe after you've been for a couple anyone that then goes swimming realizes straight away no one's looking at them they do but it takes that first initial step so if your first initial step is to wear leggings and a t-shirt please do it because then you'll realize actually nobody's looking at you. And after like a month or of being fit and healthy and kind of feeling a bit more confident, you'll then be able to kind of adapt that and go, you know what, this is a bit heavy in the pool. Let's switch to a, a vest or kind of adapt it then for, for them. So I think that's really, really important to have that um, and just kind of make it that you do feel comfortable because I openly I openly want people to know I have stretch marks. I have cellulite. I am not a size eight at all. I'm a size 14 at the minute. I don't like putting a costume on the best of times, but it, you realize once you go that the rewards outweigh all of that. Because you, yeah. you feel better after you've done it. You just feel healthier. You feel better. You feel more energized. And it is one of those things that it's just like for me it is my meditation. For me, it's an opportunity to go swimming. I leave my phone in the locker. It's the only time I don't have my phone on me. That's a good shout. Because it's in the locker. And you honestly feel like you've just had 30 minutes of meditation because you just get to be you and your thoughts. You just get a chance to think and process stuff. You can even sing. You can do whatever you want. But (laughs) it is the only time. If you go out for a walk, you'll have your phone attached to you or in your pocket. Whereas with swimming... it's in a locker and I think that does you the world of good mentally as well yeah I think it does and a good point there obviously you know you will be you may be conscious about your own body but everybody not everybody else but a lot of other people will be thinking exactly the same everyone's focused on themselves we all make that really fast entrance into the pool and just get in as quickly as possible but actually (laughs) like you say it's that barrier isn't it it's with anything that you may get a bit anxious about it's that barrier it's just breaking that and doing something for the first time and then suddenly it's not something to be anxious about or not something to be fully anxious about because you've already done half of it you've already hit that hurdle and got over that hurdle 
Um, so yeah, some really good advice there. And I guess, uh, you know, spring has sprung and it pretty much feels like <laughs> summer's already here in the UK. Um, so as well as the pool, a lot of our members do talk quite openly about body image in general and, you know, being afraid to wear certain clothes or go out to certain places. And I know you've talked quite openly about that in the past. So is there any other advice you would give to members that might be struggling with body image? Um, I think it's one of those that you've got to find you kind of your own process with it, I guess, what works for you. I think there's no magical answer. There's no magical kind of recipe for it. Otherwise, we'd all be doing it. But I can fully say I've never, ever met anybody, no matter how thin thin fats diverse they are male female no matter what your background age no matter what anything that is 100% happy with their body I've never met that person I would love to meet that person because I've, I've never ever met one everybody has their insecurities everybody has their things that they have their hang-ups about and I think it's just about finding a way that you feel comfortable and, and confident whether that's for me how I feel it is just by being active for me I'm not aiming to be a certain size or I'm not gonna do a certain thing to not not eat I love food do you know what I mean but it's about kind of everything in balance if I'm being active if I'm kind of cooking stuff I love cooking so that makes me happy if I'm being active as in going out for a walk or a swim or whatever I feel better in myself I feel more energized mentally I feel better as well emotionally I feel better that I it automatically makes me feel more comfortable and confident in my own yeah. skin um, and I think you realise as well that the human body is an absolute unbelievable thing that I don't think we appreciate as much. The amount of times I go, you know what, I don't care if I've got a tummy. I've given birth to two healthy kids. I was and... going to say, yeah. So, so that's obviously that I think that's a natural shift, isn't it? From when you're younger and it's a great shift from when you're younger to when you have had a child because you you do view your body differently. I mean, I'm. Whereas I wanted to be thin and I always wanted to be fit. I always wanted to be healthy and fit and strong. But now it's it's more about that. It's more about strength, flexibility and just being healthy. Not necessarily the thin part. I don't I don't I'm not thin now and I don't necessarily want to be thin. That's not the aim. The aim is to be I want to be flexible because I've realised when I'm, we won't go into my yoga. She doesn't um, stretch back, back, so she's never going to get flexible. Sorry, <laughs> I will. <laughs> I will at some point, but it is, it's like flexibility and strength is what sees you through, isn't it, from, you know, getting older. Oh, definitely. And I, not injury prone and, you know. That's the thing. I see my mum and dad and my dad has had so many issues with his back. He gets, like, sore hips, like he can't walk very well. And I'm literally like... Because you've just sat at a desk, never done any exercise for 40 years of your life. And I'm like, it's so important because now that he's retired, he wants to go walk in and do all this like activity stuff again. And I'm like, but you needed that bit of balance in, in that kind of your work in life, making sure that you go out for a walk in the evening. Yeah, he just didn't. He came home and sat on the sofa. And I'm like, no wonder you've got a bad back. Like, So I don't kind of want to do that. I don't want to be in my 60s hobbling around I don't want to kind of be worrying that I'm not kind of healthy enough to kind of run around after my kids as well so I'm exactly the same as you I'm not bothered about being a certain size um as long as I'm kind of being healthy I don't want to get ill all the time either so nutrition for me is the way that 
I know if I've eaten bad or if I am eating badly, I'll then start getting run down. I get ill really, really easy. My immune system just doesn't uh-huh. seem to fight things. If I don't have fruit and veg, my immune yep. system is like, Aah! so yeah. Yeah. I, I need those stuff. And I think that's really important that we're all looking after ourselves, especially to be fair, this past year as well, it's so important because I think we've all been talking about health, haven't we? And yeah. there is still other things out there. There is still colds, flus, bugs, all sorts, obviously, as well as COVID that we all kind of want to do as much as we can do. And yes, there's the vaccines now and you know all of this and testing and whatever, but it's important that we're healthy on top of all of that. We've got to give ourselves a bit of a fighting chance, surely. Exactly. And I think that's where the Everyone Active and WW partnership really links up well, because obviously we have nutrition and science at the heart of our program. Um, fitness is obviously a part of that. And I yeah. think those those two things combined is um, is great. Great no, for our members. Yeah, definitely. And the, the venues are brilliant. And you can only every time you go, I've been to many many of their venues and i love their leisure centers because they're such community based as well oh that's Um, nice it it really really is every time i've gone in one it's like everyone's like hi everyone's so friendly it's so welcoming you see people in the careful having a chat there's something for everyone even the kids i've seen them a lot of them have these climbing walls there isn't just like the pools or the gym like the classes everything they do they do a lot around wellness as well which um is brilliant like yoga or kind of just flexibility that sort of stuff or just kind of coffee and tea mornings as well for people so it is really nice because i think the thing is as much as we've all missed kind of maybe going to those venues the past year we've all missed people as well we've all missed that social side and just sitting and having a coffee and somebody come in and you're like hi yeah and just having a chat with gosh we missed that yeah yeah and we know that our members have missed it also you know that face to face we've had virtual workshops running all the way through lockdown and we still do for those people that prefer them but our our workshops are opening back up our face-to-face workshops and are opened back up and um it's it does make all the difference for some people doesn't it I mean it certainly will for me Mm. um when I get to see all my work buddies again as well so um and my friends it's one of those I think I found that people are either really apprehensive because they've now adapted to this new normal or they're really excited but I think I was a little bit like oh I'm not sure how I'm gonna be like going out for a meal this is not gonna be a bit weird but once you do it it kind of it's amazing how you just You've met, you've bigged it up going, oh, how am I going to feel? How am I going to yeah. be about it? And then you sit down and you're like, it's actually fine. This is what yeah. I've done all my life. Like, this yes. is okay. And it's just lovely. And it was just, you come away from it going, oh, it feels like no time's passed. It's like That's an old friend. Felt as well. It was really weird how it was like, oh, kids, we're going out for a meal. This is like, this is a big thing. We should like, I said, I'm going to put on a nice top. <laughs> we go out <laughs> and then I was like, oh yeah, I've just, we just slip back into it so easily. It's, it's, it's like bizarre, an old friend you've not seen for like 10 years, but yeah. then when you meet up and it's like no time has passed. That's exactly what I found it was oh. when I started going out. I was like, oh, this is like, I forgot about that we've just had this past year of lockdown. Yeah, but actually there will be people who really are suffering with anxiety about making that move. Um, so that's that's good to hear that once you do it, once again, it's not that bad. No, and it's what you feel comfortable with as well. And I think, I mean, everywhere is still set up. Everywhere that I've been is set up. All the gyms are set up that they're safe. There's hand sanitizer. You're booking your slots. Everywhere. I've not been. I've not been to one place where I've not felt safe Uh at all yet. 
I'm sure there are places, but I've not been to them. Um, so I'm, I'm very lucky. No, definitely. And I think, you know, talking about our members and, and people that are a part of the Everyone Active community, there's always the, the talk of kind of what your small goals are, your victories, whether they're on the scale or off the scale. And, you know, we, we touched on your career, but it would just be great to kind of conclude by knowing what was your like one moment in your swimming career that stood out for you? Because I think that feeling of you know success adrenaline whatever level it's on is what everyone's thriving for and I think it's really inspirational to hear what yours is yeah mine mine to be honest was one of those that um before Beijing I'd never told anyone I wanted to win an Olympic medal I'd never really shared my goal or my dream or kind of anything like that I kind of thought um winning an Olympic medal was like winning the lottery it just doesn't happen to mm. to you or anyone you know I kind of thought it was this just such a fluke thing so I kind of felt like it, I almost felt embarrassed to tell people that that was my dream because I thought oh. they would laugh at me going you're just this girl from Mansfield you're not gonna do anything so yeah. I kind of never really said anything out loud and so obviously when Beijing happened and I never ever ever expected to get two gold medals even I didn't believe it my my goal was to make the final for one of my events which was the 400 freestyle and even my parents didn't even come out to that one because they nobody thought I was going to do anything wow. <laughs> um, so literally to, to get the gold in that one was just such a huge shock so, no it, like honestly my parents weren't out there like nobody expected me to do anything in that one it was literally I had achieved my dream of making the final so the final was just an absolute bonus. So it was just a, an absolute kind of win, really. And then for the 800, I thought I could get a bronze medal. I thought that would be the medal that was up for kind of grabs when we looked at all the rankings and kind of looked at everything. So again, to, to kind of get a gold medal, my parents were out there for that one, which was Didn't amazing. Did break the world record with that one as well? Yeah, so to break yeah. the world record as well. And to just share that moment with like my mum and dad, my teammates, my coach, my everyone, it's just amazing. And I think the thing is, no matter what your goal is, it's so personal to you because like for people on telly they only saw me winning the goals whereas they didn't see the 4am starts they didn't see the times where I was crying in the change rooms because I was in yeah. so much pain I couldn't drive home or you don't see the behind the scenes stuff you don't see what it's taken to get there all the sacrifice the dedication and everything and so when it happens and when you have that moment you just feel every single emotion possible you kind of don't know whether to laugh cry smile you just don't because you feel everything, you feel relief, you just feel a weight lifted off your shoulders, yes. you just feel happiness and joy and pride and literally every emotion. So it oh is goodness. absolutely amazing when you do achieve kind of even beyond your wildest dreams, to be honest, because that's what it was for me. It was kind of like a fairy tale. Um, so to achieve that was just incredible and stuff that I, I still remember it so clearly to this day. And it is something that will still always be one of the the greatest achievements of my life 100 percent. absolutely that's insane isn't it and that like you say the amount of work that's gone into it you must be so proud um it's just incredible and i always think back um yeah we're better with it we're better at it now in the uk celebrating our athletes but it's something like like the us you see them they're like so like behind their athletes and their athletes are celebrities and and I, I always felt like we didn't do enough of that. I feel like we're getting better at it. But it is, you know, people don't see, like you say, the, you know, 
the tears and the the work that goes into it this isn't just you jumping in a pool and doing a fast swim this is like years of dedication I think um, the thing is it's just not visible enough and it's no. kind of not the fault it's just kind of in America like if you go to any swim meet the stands are sold out it's yes. part of their college wow. system it's yes they're like and that's the same with every sport in America because there isn't just the one sport on telly because America's so huge and they've got every they've got the c capability to showcase everything to have these amazing events and to do everything there's pools on every corner of, of in in America that's just the way it is whereas here we get kind of two people at uh, British swimming meet you get your parents cheering you on and yes. so that's it <laughs> our stands aren't full it's just a different in culture here it's a different thing that obviously football's on a lot obviously a lot of the other sports are on telly but I think most people know football inside and out yeah. because that's the thing that's visible the most that's the thing if you pick up any newspaper it's always about football first they're always the, the kind of the major headlines then you'll see this little paragraph in the corner oh, that's normally swimming. about like <laughs> swimming or cycling or kind of some of the, the kind of yeah, we've exactly. got a fantastic ladies netball team, um, English Roses and England yeah. Roses, and and yeah, they get this like, but they're on TV now, so that's good. No, thing. but it's the same. It's like we've got good hockey, netball. Hockey, we've got so yes. many other sports hockey. that are absolutely brilliant, but they're just not as visible. Um, which hopefully, I think it has got better, and I think it's only going to yeah. get better as more and more people I engage so. in it and watch it and. Well, the Olympics will be back on this summer and hopefully people, even though it's been five years since the last one, hopefully people will kind of get really behind the team again. Yeah, I think people are really excited to have sporting events to get behind, you know, no matter what the sport is. And I agree. So many people, you know, we, we spoke to Maddie Hinch a, a few weeks ago as well, part of the hockey team. And you can just tell all of you athletes as well just desperate to get back out there and you know be representing your country and we all want to get behind that so I, I think yeah it's, it's it's so inspirational to hear people like yourselves and what you did uh in your career and now you know the fact that you're still able to look back and be be so happy with what you did which is great no no it is it is amazing the thing is that's the thing we're all I think every time the Olympics is on, no matter whether you're a sports fan, no matter what, you just get behind it. And yeah. that's what it's all about. And I just leave it on the whole time. And I don't care what sport's on. If there's somebody from Team GB, I end up getting glued to it because I'm like, come on. And you just, you see the the, the tears, the emotion, everything in, the, in their, the, these guys' faces. And they've had a, a tough, long five years of dedication that you're just in awe of what they can do. It's like when I watch the gymnastics, I just go like, have they done that? Have they done that? Oh, <laughs> like, it's just yeah. amazing to see people yeah. at the top of their sport, isn't it? At the top it's of incredible. anything and just achieving their dreams, definitely. I've got one other question for you and it's just popped into my head. The lane, the number of the lane <laughs> that you won your golds in, sorry, Lily, this is me just taking over personally. <laughs> do, you, do you remember the number of the lane that you won your golds in? No. no. I think I was in five and then four i think what made you ask that sam because um i just remember um oh is it adrian morehouse yeah yeah and he he won he he won his gold in lane four and then he went on to he went on to business the business world and he actually called his um company lane four as well ah. so i just wondered if it become like your lucky number or anything but uh, you know 
that's fine that it, that it wasn't. <laughs> no, I think, I think I was in four. I was definitely in four for the 800. And then I want to say five, but I'm not fully 100% confident. I'd have to okay. check on the four. Well, maybe but... think about that and then think about your lottery numbers. Yeah, that's moving true. That's forward. That's a good point. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. Thanks. You're <laughs> anything, anything to make people feel lucky is is good. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, thank you so much, Becky, for thank joining you. us. As you can tell, I'm sure Sam wants to ask you so many other random things, and um, <laughs> it's been so that. so inspirational to talk to you. Hear, you know, how family life is now, and that you know you're you're on the the you're on the way out as it were different phase yeah a bit of freedom hopefully new kitchen um and (laughs) i think you know everything you've been doing with everyone active has been amazing and um yeah thank you so much thank you thank you for having me guys and um just a reminder as well we obviously talked about the offers that ww and everyone active have but as part of our move more uh campaign that we've got running until the end of june you can actually get a two-week free membership completely from everyone active um, if you're a WW member as well. So that can kickstart any new activity yeah. or fitness goals you have, which are amazing. So make sure Take to check advantage. our website for that. Yeah. Move more. Yeah. Get in the pool. Don't care about what you look like. Just yeah. try something new. and um, Wear your leggings yeah. and a vest or a t-shirt. Get in there. Definitely. Well, thank cool. you so much again, thank Becky. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And we will see everyone next week for the next episode. Bye. Bye.